You are now entering the chambers of the highest court in the state of hockey. Real cases, hot takes, wild justice. All on Judge Joe Norty. All rise for Judge Joe Norty. Today we're debating the case of the state of hockey versus Charlie Coyle. Prosecutor for the state is Tony Abbott at the Athletic Minnesota. Defendant is represented by Jesse Pierce at Touchpoint NHL in the Athletic Minnesota. Counselors, let's uh, present your case, I suppose, here. Where, uh, our subject is Charlie Coyle and whether or not he was, quote-unquote, good was he was part of the Minnesota Wild. Let's uh, start with the prosecution. Honorable Judge Norty, I bring to you the case of the state of hockey versus Charlie Coyle. While some in his career may have thought that he was good, I and the state of hockey would like to posit that he was in fact eh, pretty average throughout his NHL career. Ever since he arrived in the 2011 NHL draft, everyone looked at him and said, look at his tools, look at his physical gifts. This guy is a guy who could be a 30-40 goal scorer. Guess what? That never happened. And furthermore, not only did he not become a star player, did he ever become a top six player? This court would like to disagree, citing his uh, his average stats. We look at his average of less than 40 points per season and say, Nah. The prosecution rests. All right. Counselor Jesse, these are serious charges. Do you have a rebuttal? I, they are. I mean, especially when you are contending average in Minnesota, which tends to be a very average team every year. I first would like to present Exhibit A, where, the, where Charlie Coyle is making this young child smile. Let's remember this time <laughs> first, shall we? Look at that. There was just excitement. That kid made that kid's life. That went viral. That speaks to his character, ladies and gentlemen of the court, his character. Yes, I know we don't want to hang our hats on just that because, sure, hockey is a game of wins, losses, and stats, but Charlie Coyle truly is one of the most genuinely nice human beings on the planet of this earth. Um, Beyond that, he is a guy that you want in your locker room. Everyone loves the Marcus Foligno. Charlie Coyle also brings that leadership element to a locker room. So while he was here in Minnesota, that was huge to the program. I also believe that uh, you can't overlook that he was such a coachable guy. Not only is he a likable guy, he's a coachable guy. He's somebody that was versatile. He will play wherever you want him to play. And that leads to the point that was always working against him. He could not find consistency because he wasn't afforded consistency, ladies and gentlemen. He needed to have a consistent line mates. He needed to have consistency in order to get that confidence that we wanted to see out of him. And in order for him to get those points that we had come to expect of him, um, you know, you also can't ignore that he played hurt a lot, folks. He definitely was not a guy to shy away from playing through injuries. He did it twice in the playoffs. And then he broke his uh, broke his leg there in Chicago in 2017-18, which ended his season. And I think really prematurely uh, scared a lot of them. He came back not quite the same guy. He was already kind of timid to go toward the net. He, uh, in conclusion, continued to do that. But at the end of the day, Boston extended him six years. So they obviously see something in him that Minnesota also had wanted to see. So I would say, yes, Charlie Coyle is a fantastic player beyond average. He is not just an average player. He will have a long career, and it's one that uh, the Wild will have to watch from the sidelines. All right, order. (laughs) 
Or, uh, rebel, the- rebel, rebel. <laughs> I hear, I heard the court. I heard all of our listeners uh, gasp and uh, decide that they were going to um, cause a ruckus. I'm going to gather some order here. We're going to take a short recess here. The court will recess and we'll come back with the main litigation in the next segment. You're listening to Judge Norty on Lockdown Wild. You may be seated. Welcome back to the court of Judge Norty here on Lockdown Wild. And we are going over the case of the state of hockey versus Charlie Coyle and whether or not he is good. Uh, Tony, you are of the of, with the state and the prosecution. You may have the floor. All right. For Exhibit A, I would like to demonstrate to the court this image of Bruce Banner and the Incredible Hulk. Now, everyone knows that Bruce Banner is a mild-mannered, nice-guy scientist. Correct? Anyone Anyone disagree in the jury? No? Awesome. Cool. I can definitely... I can definitely speak for the jury here and say that Bruce Banner, much like Charlie Coyle, is a very nice person who just wants to study in his lab the same way that Charlie Coyle is a very nice boy, who a very nice man, uh, who likes Get to, to point, study counselor. in the gym. Sorry, Your Honor. A very nice man who just wants to study his studies in the gym and on the ice. However, if you put Bruce Banner into a fight against Loki or the Green Goblin or um, G.I. Joe, Bruce Banner will not win that fight. And I posit that, posit, posit, I don't know, who cares? I posit that Charlie Coyle was too much of a Bruce Banner and not enough of an Incredible Hulk. Now, there are times, Your Honor, I will concede, there are times where Charlie Coyle burst out of his jersey, turned green, and was able to drive the net. However, those times came way too far and in between in his career. His highest shot total in any season was 159. That certainly doesn't seem like the kind of thing you would expect from someone who, in all fairness to Charlie Coyle, looks like the Incredible Hulk. So that is the first thing. The second thing... The goal breakout that we were promised, that we were long promised with Charlie Coyle, never came. One, there was one month in 2015-2016 where he scored, I believe, nine goals in the span of about a month. And it looked like, hallelujah, Charlie Coyle drank his Bruce Banner potion and became the Incredible Hulk each and every time he stepped out on the ice. However, that shot, I'm afraid to say, was not used frequently enough and was perhaps... Not good enough. However, despite this, the Minnesota Wild tried to to use him as if he was a top-line right-winger. They trotted him out on the power play time and time again, despite having one of the lowest points per 60 on the man advantage of anyone in hockey, any forward in hockey, over his Minnesota Wild career. And what did everyone say about Mr. Coyle? Oh, wait till he learns to use his size learns to use his strength. Unfortunately, Your Honor, Charlie Coyle was never the the physical behemoth that uh, that crushed his opposition in the way that a Marcus Foligno would. His career high in hits was just 137 in 2014-15, and it dropped every year until the year that he was traded. And as my last argument, I would just like to point out that Charlie Coyle did get traded to the Boston Bruins 
And where did that get him this season? Just 37 points in 70 games, about his career average in Boston. And did he lead the Boston Bruins to the playoffs this year? <laughs> Objection, Your Honor. Nope, nope, he has not. Objection. The, record, the prosecution has on a Nobody has gone to the playoffs. Objection, Boston Bruins are number one. If somebody were to be handed the cup, the Boston Bruins would be handed the cup. Charlie Coyle would be there in the playoffs and be a cup winner. Uh, sustained. <laughs> the jury will uh, disregard the counselor's last statement and uh, we'll strike that from the record. All right, then uh, Then my, my actual last bit of evidence is just that Charlie Coyle was just a very nice guy who could go on a streak and then could disappear for long stretches of time. We mentioned the, the time that he had in 2015-2016 where he enjoyed a phenomenal stretch of a month. In 2016-17, the year that Minnesota almost won the division, Coyle was brilliant uh, starting with over his first 35 games, 30 points. And then after that, where did he go? That's right. He disappeared <laughs> down the stretch with just 26 points over his last 47 games. Now, Your Honor, the defense rests. Counselor Pierce, are you prepared with your defense? Of course, of course. Again, ladies and gentlemen of the court, we are talking about fictitious people here. Bruce Banner and the Hulk. That's not who the Wild wanted. They wanted Objection, Your Honor. <laughs> Bruce Banner was played by a real person. I believe that should be in consideration to the court. Overruled. Thank you. As I was saying, fictitious char- characters that we are comparing this this young player to. Again, he came into the NHL with the Minnesota Wild at age 20. Not everybody is going to leap off the page and into the stats column at age 20. That's a very, very hard feat to do, um, especially a guy that had some struggles uh, before he entered the NHL and before he got to that level. So let's give him a little bit of a pass because we did see him come into his own. Like uh, like we mentioned, there was a 56-point season once upon a time, which I think is very, very good, very critical. It started to show glimpses of that player that you, yes, you Minnesota Wild fans, did want to see. But again, the big, uh, the big prosecution likes to think of mediocrity, and that's what you think of when you come to Charlie Coyle. Again, I say nay. You think of mediocrity, you do think of the Minnesota Wild in general. I would still love to have a Charlie Coyle and a 40-point scorer on our team because I think Charlie Coyle could be a 40-point scorer throughout the throughout his career. I think uh, think once you get him into a consistent line, that's where I'm going to really focus and harp in on, folks, consistent line changes. You are never giving Charlie a chance by moving him around between center, wing, and never finding players that he could really play with and never giving him the opportunity to get the minutes with those lines that he needed. Yes, I will say also he is a darn nice guy. And in Minnesota, isn't that what we're all about? Minnesota nice. He is great. I wish he was still here. And uh, again, I think you see the bo- he uh, did great things in Boston last year during the playoffs, which made everybody gasp and awe and say, oh, no, we missed Charlie. And I think you'll see more of that uh, when and if the NHL returns because there is no Stanley Cup playoffs to lead into the promised land this year. The defense rests. <laughs> <laughs> Counselor Abbott, do you care to cross-examine? Absolutely. Mrs. Pierce, I would like you to recall... Charlie Coyle's last three seasons in Minnesota. Now, you 
claim that Charlie Coyle has bounced from line to line, and I will not disagree with that. Charlie Coyle has played with several different line mates, but I will read you the top four teammates that he got to play with in his last three seasons. Are you ready? I am. Zach Parise, Eric Stahl, Nino Niederreiter, and Miko Koivu. What are your thoughts on this? I would, I believe I know the direction that you are trying to go. And while they are decent hockey players, I don't know that they are of the elitist of elite status in each of their respective seasons. Honorable Judge Norty, permission to treat the witness as hostile. (laughs) (laughs) I I just, I would disagree, but sure, carry on. I love getting control of witness. (laughs) So... 900 minutes with Zach Parise, 870 minutes with Eric Stahl, 820 minutes with Nino Niederreiter, 680 minutes with Miko Okoivu. If he could not produce with those players, then who could he have produced with? And by the way, this is all at 5 on 5. I mean, I would say, what about Mikhail Granlund? Why would you not pair him with uh, a player of a better status? And again, there are not, those are enough minutes. 14 different lines. Charlie Coyle played on with the Minnesota Wild. 14 different lines. How are you going to find consistency? And that was in one season alone. How will you find consistency among that, sir? Look, damn it. <laughs> no, I think that has to be left on the record. If I say, look, damn it, in response to a question, that's... Uh, yeah. <laughs> look, that's, damn that's, it. I don't think I, I could delete I, this I, in I, good conscience. I just uh, I answer your question with another question to avoid answering the question. Isn't All that, right, we're uh, revealing that, our strategies yeah. here on the courtroom floor. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not uh, badgering. <laughs> <laughs> furthermore, Ms. Pierce, have you seen the Charlie Coyle and Jason Zucker, a.k.a. Zoyle? Yes, content? I'm familiar. Would you not say, Mrs. Pierce, that that is actually pretty corny? <laughs> um, I plead the fifth. Your Honor, the prosecution rests. <laughs> and before we take a short recess, Mrs. Pierce, would you care to redirect? I would. I guess, to in fairness of the Zoyle question, that goes to, again, my all overall uh, argument that he is a nice guy. He is a good person. We like we like that. We like him in Minnesota. Completely. All right, the court will take a short recess. We'll come right back here on Judge Norty on the Locked On Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Welcome back to Judge Norty on Locked On Wild. You may be seated. Our counselors have prepared closing statements here in the case of the state of hockey versus Charlie Coyle uh, prosecution. You now have the bench. All right, my closing statement. Uh, I don't, like, this is like saying in this essay, I will, in this closing statement, I will say that Charlie Coyle, uh, overrated in his time here. I'm sorry, I heard the defending, uh, I heard the defense. I have not been swayed, and neither should you, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. Now, Charlie Coyle had long been a favorite of the coaching staffs here, earning in his last four seasons over 16 minutes of ice time in each of them. Let's look at some players who have outproduced Charlie Coyle at times, but had never or almost never gotten that chance to have their play elevated over Charlie Coyle. Nino Niederreiter, for example, uh, was a was a much more productive goal scorer 
three 20 goal seasons with Minnesota, unfortunately never cracked the 16 minute barrier with uh, with the Wild. Charlie Coyle, on the other hand, was getting 16, 17 minutes a night despite less production. Jason Zucker, on the other hand, a 30 goal season from Jason Zucker, 33 goals, four time 20 goal scorer with the Minnesota Wild. Unfortunately, could not see more than 16 minutes of ice time until the 2017-17 or 18 season after he'd already broken out. In partly because Charlie Coyle got the power play time, got the bigger minutes on the top line. And then, who did Minnesota trade for last year at the trade deadline in exchange for Charlie Coyle? Why, Ryan Donato, who despite having less than 11 minutes of time on ice per night in a in a 62-game season for him, despite being benched, despite being exiled to the fourth line, still had 14 goals. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, those 14 goals were more than Charlie Coyle had in four of his six seasons with the Minnesota Wild. The prosecution rests. Charlie Coyle, overrated. Counselor Pierce, have you prepared closing statements? Yes, I have, Your Honor. You have the floor. Earlier in our uh, in our arguments, the prosecution had mentioned the Hulk and, again, other fictitious char- characters. But there is one that Charlie Coyle represents, and that's the Iron Man. If you all recall, Charlie Coyle had played an extended amount of games before injury caused that Iron Man streak to end. You know why, though? Because he gave it his all. He gave it his very best. He played his best years here in Minnesota. Sure, the goal column didn't light up as some may have hoped, but you know what did light up? The fans. That's right, folks. I go back to the fans of the state of hockey. You look at Exhibit A once more. Look at that child, the smile, the joy. You know, he was a player that played on a bunch of different lines and never could find the consistency for three different coaches in his time. Again, 14 different lines, folks. But he was consistently in the top 10 in points on this team, even with the elite, elite players that he had amongst him. And again, back to Exhibit A, his impact far reached beyond on-ice numbers. He was number three on your roster, number seven in your depth chart, but number one in your hearts. Charlie Coyle gave gave you his best years, folks. He gave you his best. No, he's better than average. Charlie Coyle, selfless work ethic combined with tireless persistence. He was going to make an impact here. And if he doesn't do it beyond in Boston, which he has shown to do, know that, again, you had his best years and he gave you everything. And I think... That's pretty appreciative, don't you? That's all, Your Honor. Thank you, Counselor. As judge of this courtroom, I now turn to you, the jury. I'm instructing you, our listeners, to take this back into deliberations and come to a majority verdict. You'll fill out the poll at Lockdown Wild on Twitter. After a period of no less than five days and no more than five days, the foreperson of the jury will announce the verdict of this court. Before we go, Counselor Pierce, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Jesse, J-E-S-S-I, underscore Pierce, P-I-E-R-C-E. And Counselor Everett, where can we find you? You can find me fighting for justice, Your Honor, and fighting for good takes everywhere. On Twitter, at Tony. you can find my work at The Athletic Minnesota. You may retire to your deliberation quarters. Make sure to... Follow us on Twitter at Locked on Wild. Email us at LockedOnWild at gmail.com. And listen to us every Monday through Friday to stay on top of everything revolving around your Minnesota Wild every day.